Namaste to all. So we have been going through the Patopinishad. And as we have seen in the previous days, there has been the background of Nachiketa and uh, Yama conversation and Nachikata being the apt student and equally apt teacher, Yamaha, the dialogue between them is what is conveyed to us as a, as a Tattvatnyana Upadesha by the Rishi's Katha, Kataka Upanishad is, that is why it is known as Kataka Upanishad. Katha Upanishad, Kataka Muni has the one who has conveyed this message of Tattvam to all of us. So, we will go to the, the last eight mantras today where the culmination of the Upadesha happens, giving the final touch to all those details what has been explained in the previous verses. So, let us start today's Namo Brahma Dibyo, Brahma Vidya Sampradaya Kartrubhyo, Vamsharishibhyo, Mahadbyo, Namo Gurubhyaha, Shankaram Shankaracharyam, Keshavam Badarayanam, Sutra Bhashikrata Vande, Bhagavanda Punapunaha, Ishuru Guru Ratniti, Murti Veda Vibhagine, Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya, Dekshina Murtaye Namaha, Om Sri Gurubhyo Namaha. Towards the end of the last class, we saw that the three mantras which have been very important, which will be in continuation for today's talk is Indriyabhya Param Manaha Manasastu Uttamam Sattvadhi Manahas Bahantnatma Mahato Avyakta Uttamam Avyaktat Paro Purushaha Vyapako Lingal Evacha Yamtnyatva Murchute Jandur Amrutattam Chagachati so, the gradation of our capacity as an instrument of the body which we are using, we are not the body, we are using our instrument for the purpose of experience. So, the indriyas, the sense organs are superseded by the mind and the mind is superseded by the intellect and the intellect is superseded by the truth. And that sat is Existence is superseded by Mahan Atma, that is the Atma which is spread all over the place. And Mahada Abhyakta Muttamam. And compared to the, the, the Chaitanya in the localized bodies, the Abhyaktam, the unmanifest form of that is superior. And Abhyaktat Parapurushaha. That Purusha who has no linga, no name, no way in which we can identify or explain it or who it is. He is superior than the Vyakta or the unmanifest. Vyapakaha alingaha evacha. He is, Vyapakaha means it is his presence everywhere. And alingaha means there is no identification mark even, you know, within that, unlike the space, space is supposed to be alingaha. There is no way we can identify the space without a contrast into it. But in this particular case, 
is it is not even like space even because even space is within that it is it is superior than the space because space is also inside in in that only it is existing and when we in, we have no way to identify the space how do are we going to identify this mahan purusha who holds even the space or in whom the whole space itself is existing yam natva muchade jandur amrutatvam cha gachati knowing that purusha as the substratum or the existence or the cause or the building block for every everything that is experienced in this world janduhu the one who has been created or one who has taken a shape or janma jiska i mean which has got a birth amrutatvam cha gachati he becomes immortal because when the moment the pot knows it is made of mud and the mud is the reality the pot even though it can exist as a pot with the name and form and the utility of it the reality even known it is no more worried about the existence of the shape of the pot same way ornaments appearing in the different name and form when it is known as gold assuming that the gold the ornaments know that their real nature is gold so they even though they go undergo the changes of the name and the form they are not worried about because they know the in reality they are gold same is the case with the waves and the water in different forms like the droplets to the snow to the clouds to the stream to the river to the dirty canal or any whatever that water knows that it in reality water is my reality so such that same way the jandu the one who have taken birth in this world the one who is who has got the mind and sense organs and the intellect when he knows that i am not the body not the senses not the my intellect not even the you know awareness with which i am aware of everything because everything awareness is because everything is aware in the aware in the existence of other thing the awareness even the awareness has got a sakshitva even beyond that is my reality in me everything exists when knowing that then he becomes amrutatvam he becomes immortal and in the final stroke mantra which we stopped last last is na sandesho tishtati upamasya na chakshusha pasyadi kashchanainam prada manisha manasa vikripto ya etad vidura amrutaste bhavanti na tishtati upamasya sandeshaha there is no doubt about that these forms are all mere appearances in tishtati it is appearing in that amrutatvam that in that immortality of the reality but chakshushana paschadi kaschinainam neither can the sense organs can the eyes can see that hrida manisha manasa vikripto in the innermost bhusam of our manisha the intellectual ones or the one who is enquiring about it manasa abhikripto he can comprehend it as the reality what is that edat vitur amrutaste bhavanti knowing this is my reality such a person becomes immortal now we will start from today's final eight slokas with that yada पंचाविष्टे मनसा सह तमाहु परमाम गति 
Tamahu Paramam Gatim. They, the one who have realized this, they declare that this is the ultimate method. We normally take a path which is well trodden. Here also in this one where we, this knowledge is not available for mundane life. From the, from the point of view, anything in our acquired knowledge comes from somebody sharing the knowledge with us. The knowledge which we acquire in the world is when it is shared by somebody who has tread that path to us. In this case of Atma Vidya, when to know our own true nature, here also we have to depend upon the Shruti and the Guru who have tread the path before us. And they declare, Tamahu Paramam Gadi. This is, they declare this as the, the supreme or the ultimate method. Yada Panjab Janati, Janani, Panjat Janani, the five sense organs, Manasasaha, along with the mind, Avatishtande, abide, Buddhischa na Vicheshtati, where the mind, where the intellect do not waver. That is beyond the five sense organs where the mind is also not stand, is attracted to. And with the intellect which is not wavering, Tamahu Paramam Gadim, those people say that that is the method which in you can comprehend this inner reality within ourselves. Because it is not an external thing. In the earlier mantra, the Muni has said that, so the, the outward going sense organs fitted in our human body can only sense senses from outside. Even the inner sense organ, which is the mind, can only sense of emotions, more feelings and thoughts, what is appearing in mind. It cannot by itself inquire and get, go into something which he wants to understand. Only a my intellect which can do the analysis of Pramakaranam, that is creating the knowledge by Prama. Prama means the instruments of with which it can get the knowledge which is like the Pratyaksha, Pramana, Anumana, Upamana, Pratyapati. These are all the methods in which we can get the acquire the knowledge of different things. What is available to the sense organs, it can sense organs can bring it. But here in the previous mantra, it is that na pasyadi. The, the eyes cannot see means all the sense organs are included in that. They cannot see or comprehend this reality. So the only method in which we can know about is buddhischa, which is the unwavering intellect. Why the concentrate? In the Bhagavad Gita also Krishna says that only with the sharpest of the intellect one can comprehend it because it is not within the capacity of the wavering mind to because that awareness or that aspect of the self is always camouflaged by things other than it. Apparently we consider that as the ourself. From the external body to the Sushma Sharira, we think that we are. But it is not that. That is, it's been explained in all the previous slokas. So only with a sharp intellect one can identify or look inward to see where we can comprehend that. 
தம் யோகம் இது மன்யந்தே ஸ்திராம் இந்திரியா தாரணாம் அப்பிரமத்ததாபவதி யோகஹி பிரபவாப்யோ தம் யோகம் இது மன்யதே ஸ்திராம் இந்திரிய தாரணாம் இட் இஸ் கன்சிடர்ட் டு பி யோகா இன் விச் சென்ஸ் ஆர்கன்ஸ் ஆர் ஸ்டடி அண்ட் பாய்ஸ்ட் ஆல்சோ அப்பிரமத்தா இட் இஸ் நாட் டெலூடட் வித் த வாட் இஸ் நாட் எ ரியாலிட்டி what is not a reality when we see it is as a reality that is what is called delusion so apramatta means it is not deluded even the sense organs or the mind and the intellect should not be in the form of a delusion tada bhavati yogah that is the real yoga so here we should understand that the yoga which is predominantly today being popular is only a physical exercise in the form of yoga asana one of the ashtanga yogas asana this means is the postures which are considered as yoga but here it is says that tada bhavati yoga that becomes the yoga when apramatta when without any delusion that is delusion is to know unreal as real is what is called delusion and how tam yogam idi manyate stiram indriyana when the sense organs are all concentrated on that are steady and poised and giving the right information that is we have to do all the experiences which are coming through the sense organs should be dissected with the intellect then only it will become steady because the nature of the mind and the intellect is to look for the variety so in the the in the variety to see the unity among the variety can be done only the indriyas unless the mind intellect is involved in the vision or the sense organs of everything that is why in the other upanishad it is said pratibodha viditam matam amrutattvam hivindate in every experience what we have whether internal or external that should be with the involvement of the intellect then only we can say that delusion do not happen otherwise like the snake and the rope we can have delusion with everything in the world we can think that we are the body we can think that our mind is what we are we can even think our intellect is what we are but this manu buddhihankara chittaninaham when shankara said that it is with this in my mind in that we should know who what is our real nature he prabhavapyo which otherwise will rise and fall which otherwise will rise and fall this means if the intellect is not deluded in the intellect is deluded and the sense organs are left free like the horse example of the ratha if it is left free then it will have you know ups and downs it will be multifaceted and we will not be able to concentrate and sthira chitta the sthira buddhi that will not happen to our for our comprehension of the reality who we are we should not be looking externally for the solutions we should be finding the solution within ourselves now in this one in the aparokshanubudhi shankara says explains it and which vidyaranya muni has given a beautiful explanation yatra yatra yasmin yasmin padarthe manoyadi gachati manoyachati tatra tatra brahmana sattabhimatrasya namaadi upekshaya darshanat anusandanat manasa dharanam brahmanyeva sthirikaranam dharana ityartaha 
Now he is mentioning what is a dharana. Wherever the mind goes, yatra yatra man, yasmin yasmin padarte manosyadi, whichever object of the sense organs, wherever the mind goes, tatra tatra brahmani sattabhimatrasya, that, in that object, the unity, brahmana, sattabhimatrasya, abhimatra means tatta, the existence is what we are to see in the object, not in the name and form. Namadi Upekshaya, we have to discard the Nama and Rupa of an object and we should see the Sattavi Matrasya, the, the existence of every object. Nanu Adara Dishtana, Shat Chakramadhye, Ekatra Manaso Dharana, Dharana Idi Prasiddha Madaha, Sa Idi Satra, Upta Lakshana Dharana, Parotkrishta Mata, Tattva Bodhana Mityartaha. Now he is totally denying that Shat Chakra Upasana. Muladhara to Sahasrata, the Shat Chakras in the body and there is method in which is there in the Hatha Yoga or concentration of Dharana, that is what they call it as Dharana in the Hatha Yoga method or the Padanjali Sutram, based on that. Sankara said, that is, that is the Prasiddha Masti, Kintu, that is definitely is very popular, but is not what is Dharana. Tattuava bodhanam matram paramot krishta. The tattuava bodhanam, seeing the truth in everything is is dharana. Anyatu patanjali abhimata pranayama divat apara ityas bhava. What patanjali said is, is, is what is what pranayama is on the shat chakras. Cha eva iti avyayad advaya vedanta vidvad anuva prasiddhim dhyotayati. Avyayam advayam. That is avyayam which do not diminish. Advayam, there is no two. There is only one in it. So ekam, that unity in all the objects. Nama, nama rupati vivarjitam. When we remove the nama rupa of every object and experience, what we have experienced is that it is, doesn't mean, the moment you remove the name, you can only say it is. And it doesn't have in a form because it is not in a form which we are talking because sattabhimatrasya. It is means that isness which is being mentioned is that existence aspect of everything. And that is Advayam, it is common in everything. Vedanta Vidvat Anubhava Prasiddhim. Vedanta Vidvanam. Those who know Vedanta Vidvan, those who have studied the Vedanta or who has understood the Vedanta, for them it is Anubhava Prasiddham. It is their personal experience of this Advayam Avyayam Rupam of Sarvatra. In every yatra yatra mano yati, wherever the mind goes, he, that such people can see that ekattva manupasyata, yatra anunetrana, anyapasyadi, anyasronodi, anyadvijanadi. In the Chandogya Upanishad, it says that, you know, where you, we not, do not see anything other than that. We do not hear anything other than that. We do not comprehend anything other than that. That is what is Bhuma, that is the, what is called Brahma. And that is the reality of, and, and that includes you because you are also an object for the for others as a nama rupa of a name and form. But even your reality is only that existence and awareness. Therefore, 
we have to come to the avyaya advaya roopam of the truth of everything one who knows this amrutatvamedi he is the one who becomes immortal then in the next mantra he says na eva vacha na manasa praptum shakye na chakshusha asti idi vruvatah anyatra kadam tat upalabhyate that yaman himself is saying that how can i explain that there are no words in which i don't know how to explain this but one thing is very sure na eva vacha neither by the words any amount of name and description and you know explanation we try to give it cannot comprehend that reality na manasa praptum neither can the mind comprehend it as an as an idea within the mind because it is not an object of idea for the mind na chakshusha not by the sense organs na chakshusha asti idi bruvatah everyone is saying that it is everything or everybody says it is that isness is the only one when when which we can say that anyatra kadam tat upalabhyate how else can one explain that as that isness the existence or of that what we see that that exists asti brahma that in everything in the world which we think is is an isness is existence it is what is being coming I mean, and that existence itself is the awareness it is the, it we we know it because it is not the mind to comprehend it but do we comprehend the isness of anything no we comprehend the name and the form of the objects we know we comprehend the adjectiveness of the objects we we comprehend the good and bad of the objects we comprehend the the happiness and sorrow of things within our mind but we are not able to comprehend the isness and the awareness of every object which is the the existence and awareness which is called the satyam chit of satyam and jnanam of brahma or satyam chit of vastu or ahamasmi iti even that is only your personal experience vidyad anubhavam vedanta prasiddham then that it is that only through vedanta you can understand this knowledge and that is what it is being explained by the rishis of who have who have deep dived deep within themselves to know what who i am or who am i that question was answered only when they dived deep with the sukshmada sukshmadrishti with the with the sharp intellect only we can do that any amount of vakalam vajalambanam vik the names you know it is just like what you call pralapanam vrishta pralapanam vridha vridha pralapanam is what shankara say that it is waste of words because if you can't explain something and that is trying you somebody is trying to explain that by words even this what i am doing is 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 waste because that is how the shruti himself they say that is, there is a limitation which words can also explain even though i try to explain it it is beyond these words which i have been telling from the beginning o nachiketa katrana upalabhyate katam tat upalabhyate how can it be attained i don't know is what yama says that asti iti eva upalabhyate tattva bhavena ta upayoho asti iti eva upalabhyata tattva bhava prasidati asti iti eva upalabhyadavya 
only by existence it can be known. Asti iti eva. Asti means existence. Iti eva. By that alone. Upalabdavya. You can understand it, but you cannot grasp it. Atvabhavena jovayo. The reality in both. That is the, the one, both here is the one who is knowing it and the knower, the object and the subject, both. Both are asti. I am also existence, the object or the emotions and the thoughts of the whole experience of mind is also existence. Forget about the name and form of the adjectiveness of all these experiences. But the reality of that is asti eva. Asti iti eva upalabhyate. Asti iti eva bhava upalabhyada. And only in existence it can be known. In existence it should be known as existence. That is the clutch of it. If you are to know in existence, how will you see water in water? How will you see space in space? This is for the mind to not for explaining that it cannot be. How to see the space in space is not possible for us. But that is the way in which you can be told. You have to see the existence of everything because they are all existence in real real nature. If you remove the name and nomenclature and the rupa, nama or the name and form of all the things, either external or internal, like, you know, your emotion, thoughts and feelings and etc. Everything has existence. In existence, it is that there is no way you can say this separate from that. Because both are in existence. So how can we even make it? That is why it is Advayam. And Avyayam means because it is never, existence can never become more or never become less. Existence is existence in its pure, pristine nature. So Avyayam, Advayam, Vedanta Prasiddham, Vedanta Vidvat Anubhava Prasiddham. One who dives deep within himself, his existence only he can comprehend. When he comprehends his own existence, aham, what, what is my real nature? At that time, he has that vision of existence of his own and ubayam. Here it is, the word is very important. The, the nature of the truth is there both in the seer and the seen. That becomes one and there that there is the separation between the seer and the scene also goes because both is both are or both is becomes a better word in that sentence that even though English wise it is wrong, there is only one. So both is one become that I am that when the Sargamata Maharaj said that is that same experience from his experience, when he said that experience. This is the experience which each one of us have, but we do not know it because we are so engrossed, guided by the sense organs and the mind, which is taking us Paranchikani because we are looking outward for the answers. You can never find the answer out because outside what will, the moment we go outside, it will have adjective, it will have name and form, and then multiplicity will there. Ekattum, that unity of all the experience of the Sattva Bhava cannot be comprehended when we are looking outward. This is the only way. 
which we can understand the reality is what Tema says to Nachiketa. Yada sarve upramuchyande kama ye asya hirdisvita adamrityo amrito bhavati yatra brahma samashnute. This is a beautiful verse in the, from the, the Katopanisha, which is quoted by most of the uh, people when it Yada Sarve Kama Pram that is happening when it can happen. Yada Sarve Kama all the desires in the body, mind and intellect. Ye Asya Hridishada which are based in the heart Pramuchyande when they become vain or get nil from the null state of desires. Kama here means, doesn't mean the lust or desire. It is the intentions of to attain anything, to reach anything, to procure anything, to own anything, to experience anything. All those things are included in the word Kama. It is just not lust or desire or anything. Even though the gross word Kama for is for desire, the karma should be understood in the totality of any intention of the individual. The individuality itself is an intention to experience things separate from its own self. That itself is the intention. Or so a karma yata bhusyam prajayeti. When it when it was soul in that Upanishad, that the the that purusha, the one which is abhyakta, abhyakta paraha. It will let me become many and we are part of that many. It is the same water particles which has become many of the waves and the oceans and the river and the cloud and the droplet and the snow, etc., etc. The same way, that intention is there which is keeping us alive as individuals of snow, water and rain and everything. When that yetra yeda sarve kama pramuchyande when that intention with which we have the intention to be an individuality, when that wanes, pramuchyande, when it goes, when it becomes nil or null, ata martyo amrita bhavanti, that is the time the martya, the one who thinks he is, one who is having death, birth and death and who is thinking that I am born, I have a death, etc., he abandons that attitude or that belief that I am individuality. I become one with the, the creator or the creation, that substratum from where the creations took place. Amrita Bhavanti, I become immortal. Only when that intention to experience from the individuality point of view, then only that immortality comes. Atta Brahma Samashtate. Here it becomes Brahman itself. There, there is no two separate thing that he becomes the substratum itself from which everything props up. It is the same ocean from which the waves are appearing. He becomes the ocean. Even though the appearance of the wave remains, the wave knows that it is nothing but the ocean. That is what the Amrudattum Eti. Sada Mrityo Amrudo Bhavati. Then what we think as the individuals with the body and mind and having birth and death, we are beyond the Najayate Mriyate is the mandara, mandara which Emma started with the whole discussion. This, this truth has no birth, no death, which he said. Now he is concluding that. Adamartyo Amrito Bhavati. 
they, that who thing was thinking that it has got a birth and life growth and decay should be called is the body he goes beyond the body becomes amrita he becomes immortal then his yada sarve prabidhyande hrudayasya yadeha grandayaha adamartyo amruto bhavati tavadyan shasanam he is saying this is the advice this is the this is the message anushasanam this is the message of the rishis which i am telling you on nachiketa yada sarve hrudayasya grandayaha when the binding of the heart or the individuality sarve hrudayasya grandayaha when all the binding from the heart point of view prabidhyande bid means to break off prabidhyande means it shatters all the bondages of the heart that i mine this is mine this is my body this is my world this is my energy this everything is from that hridaya grandi that hridaya grandi grandi means bond not then when that not breaks iha ata martya amrita bhavati that when it happens that intention to individualize and experience that is what is the called the hridaya grandi etavadahi anushasanam this is verily the teaching of all the man, all the shrutis the entire mantras or all the upanishads all the brahma sutra gita bhagavad gita everything you put together they all have to say only one thing that vidyade hridaya grandi chidyade sarva samshaya when the when the knots of the heart breaks knots are nothing but bondages vidyade hridaya grandi chidyande sarva samshaya all the delusion samshaya means here it is doubt not doubt samshaya delusion sarva samshaya when all the doubt gets clarified that that hridaya is separate reality has no hridaya is also astitvam only asti that is why when that this is the anushasanam this is the instruction from the all the rishis have been telling and this is what you have been asking me oh nachiketa you asked me for the third boon here take it this is etavata anushasanam this is the anushasanam this is the message of the rishis which you have been asking for me as the third boon then in the in the in the chandogya upanishad in the muntago upanishad there is the vidyade hridaya grandi chidyande sarvasamshaya chiyande chasya karmani tasmin drishte paravare is a mantra from the muntago upanishad that is what i called vidyade hridaya grandi when the when the knots of the heart is broken chidyande sarvasamshaya all the delusion which is that it has become shattered chiyande chasya karmani even though all the actions which he has been doing till then becomes completed she and they means she mean exhausted tasmin drishte in that state paravare what is beyond the here and beyond he sees he experiences what is here and beyond paravare tasmin in that state when the hridaya grandis are broken when all the delusions are removed and all the actions culminate when there is no more karma to be done nothing to be sadhanandaranam rigyam when it happens that way tasmin drishte in that state paravare in be what is here and what is beyond 
ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಸರ್ವತ್ರ ಅವ್ಯಯಂ ಅದ್ವಯಂ ಸರ್ವವ್ಯಾಪಕಂ ಆತ್ಮಾನಂ ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ನಾವು ಇನ್ ದ ಚಾಂದೋಗ್ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ದ ಲಾಸ್ಟ್ ಮಂತ್ರ ವಿಚ್ ಸನತ್ ಕುಮಾರ್ ಅಟಲ್ಸ್ ನಾರದ ಇಸ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಒನ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ ವೆರಿ ಸಿಮಿಲರ್ ಟುದೇ ತದೇಶ ಶ್ಲೋಕೋನ್ನ ಪಶ್ಯೋ ಮೃತ್ಯುಂ ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ರೋಗಂ ನ ಏತ ದುಃಖತಃ ಸರ್ವಂ ಅಪಶ್ಯ ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ಸರ್ವಂ ಆಪ್ನೋತಿ ಸರ್ವತ್ರ ಇತಿ ಸ ಏಕತಾವತಿ ದ್ವಿತಾವತಿ ಪಂಚತಾ ಸಪ್ತದ ನವದ ಚೈವ ಪುನಶ್ಚೈಕಾದಶ ಸ್ಮೃತ ಶತಂ ಚ ದಶಶ್ಚೈಕೈಶ್ಚ ಸಹಸ್ರಾಣಿ ವಿಂಶತಿ ಆಹಾರ ಶುದ್ಧೌ ಸತ್ವಶುದ್ಧಿ ಸತ್ವಶುದ್ಧೌ ಧ್ರುವಾಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಧ್ರುವಿ ಸ್ಮೃತಿ ಲಬ್ಧೋ ಸರ್ವಗ್ರಂಥೀನಾಂ ವಿಪ್ರಮೋಕ್ಷಸ್ತಸ್ಮೈ ಮೃದಿತ ಕಷಾಯಾಂ ತಮಸಸ್ಪಾರಂ ದರ್ಶಯತಿ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಸನತ್ ಕುಮಾರ ಅಥಸ್ಕಂತ ಇತ್ಯಾಚಕ್ಷತೆ ಅಥಸ್ಕಂತ ಇತ್ಯಾಚಕ್ಷತೆ ದಿಸ್ ಇಸ್ ದ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಮಂತ್ರ ಆಫ್ ಚಾಂದೋಗ್ಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ ಸೆವೆಂತ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ಅಂಡ್ ಟ್ವೆಂಟಿ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ತ್ ಮಂತ್ರ ದ ಸೆಕೆಂಡ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇಟ್ ತದೇಶ ಶ್ಲೋಕವನ್ನು ಪಶ್ಯತಿ ನೌ ಹಿಯರ್ಸ್ he is not seeing anything more mrityum na pasyati he doesn't see death na rogam na dukkhatah sarvam pasyati sarvam apnodi sarvashah he expands himself into sarvan sarvam apnodi sarvashah all the time sarvashah means all the time sarvam apnodi he expands himself into everything ಸ ಏಕದಾ ಬವತಿ ದ್ವಿತ ತ್ರಿತಾವತಿ ಪಂಚತಾವತಿ ಹಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಒನ್ ಹಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ತ್ರೀ ಹಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಫೈವ್ ಹಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಹಿ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ನೈನ್ ಪುನಶ್ಚ ಏಕಾದಶ ಬಿಕಮ್ಸ್ ಲೆವೆನ್ ಸ್ಮೃತ ಶತಂ ಚೇಕಾದಶ ಸಹಸ್ರಾಣಿ ಚೀಸ್ ಕೌಟಿಂಗ್ ಆಲ್ ನಂಬರ್ಸ್ ಪಾಸಿಬಲ್ ವರ್ಡ್ ಸನತ್ ಕುಮಾರ್ ಹಸ್ ಬಿಕಮ್ ಎಕ್ಸಾಕ್ಟಿಕ್ ಹಿ ಹ್ಯಾಸ್ ನೋ ವರ್ಡ್ಸ್ ಟು ಎಕ್ಸ್ಪ್ಲೇನ್ ಟು ನಾರದ ವೆನ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಹಿ ಹಿಮ್ಸೆಲ್ಫ್ ಈಸ್ ಇನ್ ದಟ್ ಸ್ಟೇಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಎಕ್ಸ್ಟಸಿ he is saying that it becomes santahan thousands and thousands and and how ahara shuddhau satva shuddhau because of that what is being consumed by the sense organs ahara means doesn't mean the food the the inputs which at that state is that satva shuddhi it is the pure truth of existence what is being consumed by the sense organs and tattva shuddho druva smriti and that is the time when the the memories of multiplicity goes beyond the limit into druva smriti it goes beyond the level of memory can hold it smriti labdho sarvagrandinam vipramokshah once that happens then all the type of bondage sarvagrandinam vipramokshah he is freed from all type of bondages vipramokshah tasmai mridita kashayam tamasaparam he goes beyond all sorts of darkness of illusion or delusion or ignorance tamasaparam darshayati he sees beyond all the limitations of it he is freed from the samsara bhagavan sanat kumara stataha skanda ityachakshade skanda ityachase he is also known as skanda that sanat kumara this is his final you know exclamatory uh, you know cry to shanarada who asked me i am heard that you know who knows atmavid tarati shokam atmavid the one who knows about atma he crosses beyond all the sorrows 
So here, when the, in the final concluding statement, he makes this statement to Narada, Viprakrin, Sarvam Atnodi Sarvashaha. He expands himself into everything because it is existence. He knows it is his existence. This is what he says in the Chandogya Upanishad. Incidentally, I wanted to quote that because it is so relevant to this mantra which is there in the Kata Upanishad. Because in the next mantra, Yama says, Shatam cha eka cha hridayasya nadhyastam murdhani vinati smriti smritaika tayor tayor dhamasana mritasthvamati vishwanganya utkramena bhavanti. Now this sloka is one thing which is this Hatha yogis and the yogis who are viewing the, you know, uh, the breaking of the sirshasa and the life going out, all that. How ridiculous one can become to that extent is something which cannot. They quote this mantra from the Katopanishad as their pramana for that, you know, Kundalini plaza and everything. What does it say? Shazamcha Yeka, 101 Hridayasya Nadya is the veins of the heart. It is a it is a eulogy or what is called it is a it is an exclamatory statement from the Sruti. Just as the Sanat Kumara was telling to Narada, Ekam Chadrita Chatritacha Panchada Saptada Navacha. Same way him Satamcha Ekacha. Hundred and one is the Nadis from the heart which is goes. Mean that is the heart from the heart, it goes in all direction. Tada Murdhanam Avismrataha, one who which goes toward the toward the to the up Murdha. It is Tayoho Urdham Ayan. He attains immortality who travels through this. Anya, the others who do not go by that, he goes in different direction for rebirth. Here actually this mantra is is calling us to think about the Beginning sentence of this man, this particular valley. Urdhamula madashagam mashyattam brahuravya. That, that Urdham is the place from where every creation is coming. So the one, one nadi or one route through which one you go toward the Urdham that to the source, you have, you are becoming one with that, that reality from which everything has become. One who do not do that, that those who are going through the branches to the other sides are one who are going through the sense organs and the pleasures of the heart and the mind and the sense organs. They go through the birth and birth, rebirth. Anya Vishwanga Utkramano Bhavanti. For them, the birth and death place place. Only the one who realized the Urdham, Mulam, and who goes towards that, attains toward that, the root from which everything has come. He becomes immortal. He is the one Amrudattva Meti. He is the one who becomes immortal. Not the others. He says that. Because to repeat that, to remember that, make us remind that, he uses the word Angushta Matra Purusho Dharatma Sadam Jananam Hradeya Sannivishta. Why did he, why did Yama has to bring the Angushta Matra Purusha in the concluding sentence of this mantra? He is again to remind us that you should not forget what I have been telling you all the beginning from onwards onwards. The Angushta Matra Purusha Andaratma, the Andar, Andaratma Bahischa. When I said that, now, oh Nachigeda, do you understand what I was telling you? He is inside and he is there outside. Hridaya Sanni even though he is 
he is experienced within he is not limited sarvam apnoti sarvashah you expand yourself and you become many so that is why it is bahishcha that is why it is tam swasharirat pravrtya vrinmen munjani munjadiva ishukan dairyena here he is giving an example this should be done with utmost attention the example given is that if you have to take the stalk of a grass without disturbing the you know without breaking it what should be your concentration when you do that because isha ishika from munja munja is a very 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 thin grass which is the size of a needle and in the size of a needle there is a subtler stem which is there inside the grass so one who tries to take out that subtle which is very not very what you call supple also very easily you can break it by even with a slight pull it will not break it will not come out from the root it will break in between that is the nature of the ishika ishika means a stem of the grass munja munja is a munja grass is a type of grass which is used for the uh, for in the vedic period it is very famous phase and examples are used so the one who has that concentration to take out that grass that should be the concentration through it tvam swasharirat pravrigrihya in your body you have to understand and, and know your reality through within your body so how does he say purusha andaratma angushta matra sada sannivishta jananam hrudaye this is what i told you in the beginning from the beginning i have been telling angushta matra this man this atman is to be meditated as a size of a thumb inside you but it is there in every heart but the moment you know that when you expand it it you become everything to know that you need the concentration tam pravrg pravrg het so sharirat from your physical body which is holding your sense organs your mind and your intellect you should separate it with the concentration how much you need to take out the stem out of the munja grass same effort because even in a bit of lack of concentration the mind and the intellect will you take you outside because that is the nature of the mind and the intellect so such a concentration is required for you to attain this reality within our own body because that is the the reality with which this body is being made munjad iva ishigam like the stem of the munja tree tam vidad vidyat shukram amritam that pure amritam that immortal pure tam that which is there within the body vidya you can understand that if you have the concentration of that nature he remains one who knows that he remains pure and immortal with the purusha and atma within this within himself only if you have such concentration to think and take no understand when that reality is exposing itself because you cannot with your mind or intellect you can grasp it 
That is why in the one of the previous mantras said, by grace itself exposes itself. When your concentration is such perfect and pure, shukram, amritam, tam viditva, that is the time when the atma exposes itself to such a candidate who has Delude, removed all delusions and all the karma from the indriyas and the intention to have that experience as an object, one who thinks that I can experience it as an object outside or comprehend within my intellect. All abandoning all that such thoughts, one who concentrates within that, the flash happens or the flash moment when that atma shines itself. That is like you need to have a concentration of the same nature. How do you take out the stem of a punja grass? This is then you are at that moment you will grasp it. Tam vidyate, shukram amritam, the pure and immortal. Now is the concluding mantra of this whole Upanishad. Mrityu proktam nachigasto atha labdva vidyametam yoga vidim chakrutam. Brahma prapto virajo abhudi murtur anyo yam yo vidadhyatyat meva nachiketa krishnam labdva yetam vidyam cha yoga vidyam murtyu proktam ada praptaha brahma abhud virajaha vimrutyuhu anya eva abhi yo evam vidaha e he Nachiketa Nachiketa Krishnam Labdha have completely acquired, you are completely acquired because the teacher can see the student has completely grasped the whole message from what he has been telling. Etam Vidyam, this knowledge Cha Yoga Vidyam, the method in how to unite to that, how to unite to that reality within yourself. Mrityu Proktam as told by the Mrityu or Mrityu Deva. Thus, Prapta Brahma Amritam Viraja, he became pure and immortal Brahman. Vimrityu beyond the Mrityu, Anya Eva be, anyone else can also attain. That is the promise given by the Upanishad and Brahma and Yamaha himself. Anya Eva Api, Others can all, Nachiketa could grasp it and he had done it and he has explained it and he has shown it. It is possible to achieve that. Anyone else also can do that. Ya evam vidahahi amrita atmatvam. One who indeed knows atma as this, he also can attain this. It is not somebody's private property or somebody's guarded secret. It is, it is there in Sarvabodastam Atmanam. It is that. It is Sarvabodastam. Every creation, it is that. It is the reality with which every creation has happened. And one who looks deep within himself, for him it cannot be divided, but it will shine by itself. When he divide, when he devours himself of all the karmas and the sushma drishti, with that intellect, with his one concentrated way in which he is in which he is waiting for this to happen, that Atma shines itself for him, such a person. With that, the promise given by Yamaha that anyone also can achieve, 
we also we also have a possibility to achieve that more what more promise can the upanishad give that that anybody can achieve and with that the upanishad is over om sahana vavatu sahanau bunaktu sahaviryam karavavahai tejasvina vadidamastu ma vidyushavahai om shanti 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 iti kato upanishad with that i conclude the kato upanishad ೂರ್ನಮಿದೂರ್ನಮುದಚ್ಯೂರ್ಣಮೇವಾಶಿಷ್ಯೋಂಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಹಿ ಹರಿ
through the speech only he is trying to convey us that how it is not possible to understand these things from the speech only uh, really that is a wonderful mantra from this uh, upanishads but though it asked questions in the second uh, uh, in uh, 12th mantra it gives in the 13th it it, it it emphatically stresses that of the two the being alone is to be realized as the reality to him alone reveals the true and who realized the being that is emphatically given that is so wonderful when all the desires that dwell in the heart are destroyed then the moral the mortal becomes immortal and he attains the brahman even here this is so promising this is very very promising uh, message from uh, the upanishads uh, in 14th mantra and in 15th and here in this body all knots of the hearts are went as in the the mortal becomes immortal so for is in instruction of the, all the vedanta so natural that's how why the upanishads got so much of importance because first of all what cannot be conveyed through the words is conveyed through the words in upanishads that is the biggest uh, contribution to the uh, the wisdom of the parabrahman here so beautifully they have presented and arbindoji uh, without uh, you know uh, any uh, scope for any doubt beautifully explained these mantras and he he spoke well about the 101 are the nerves of the heart of them one has extended to to the crown of the head going upwards by it the man attains the immortality but others lead departing differently uh, this is uh, this this very mantra has given scope for different interpretations different extrapolations uh, arvind ji covered all those aspects how and where they have and taken these things and where it went all those things uh, and once again this is angushta matra this this comes the third third time here in this upanishad the purusha of the size of the thumb the inner soul dwells always in the heart of the beings one should separate him from the body as the central stack from the rush of grass the even uh, the examples the upanishads use it, it it's all our common day to day life understanding such a beautifully it has been where is the core essence the quintessence how to take it and how to concentrate the focus is the only language of agni upanishad know him to be the pure and immortal a pure the immortal this is the thing as the final mantra as i was referring so most promising most it's having the most positive and it it clears most of the misconceptions also the upanishad tells nachiketa having been instructed by the death the yamaha in this knowledge and the whole process of yoga become free from all the impurities and death and attained brahman and so will attain any other too that's very very important who knows thus the inner self so i thank you arbindoji for his great uh, you know time i know arbindo is very 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 dedicated uh, for uh, spreading the knowledge of upanishads and uh, he has uh, with the most 
utmost love he has consented and uh, uh, agreed uh, to give the presentations on Kathopanishads. I still uh, request Arbindoji to plan for some other Supanishads also, one by one. I think we would like to listen to you, uh, your, your talks on these Upanishads. It is amply befitting and it's amply benefited. Really, we enjoyed the lot. Uh, still, Upanishads are, we can revisit again and again. Even if we restart the Kato Upanishads, once again, we can talk 100 things in a different way. That is the quality, uh, that is the weight of Upanishads. Arvindoji, uh, he, he came down to earth in the simplest form. Uh, uh, without compromising the core essence, he could able to convey the ideas to us. Thank you. Thank you once again, sir. Thank you very much. Now, Raji, you can open the forum for the question and answer session. And after that, we can close this and reopen a discussion for general session. Thank you, Arvindaji. Thank you. Thank you, Jaragiri. Namaste, Arvindaji. Like... uh... I am overwhelmed actually. I have a feeling that I was part of a very great uh, yagna, like I told you. It's like um, I, I felt very like overwhelming attending to all these sessions, and I cannot put the my current emotions into words. So it's like with a great nista and uh, like with great grace, you took all the sessions, and I'm like uh, tremendously happy that I was able to listen to you. Thank you, thank you very much, Arvindaji. It's all blessings of our gurus, the parampara, guru parampara. Arvindji, this is like you know one of the godsend kind of things for me, uh, with no background. <laughs> Now I understand how much rich and how much deep the contents were and uh, definitely not something that one can take up very casually. And uh, this is like, you know, last two or three sessions I think have been very, very deep actually and particularly today and all. Right? So the way the kind of uh, he says that uh, the mind is fundamentally outgoing, it, it always objectifies things and all that. And how do you recognize that? And that process is uh, very beautifully mentioned. I think you said about that, like a stigma of the grass or something like that. But, uh, yeah. yeah. Meaning, the the way you have to give analogy, the way you have to, like, you know, bring out uh, these kind of aspects, even at that time, it's like uh, just, uh, just too good. And uh, no excuse for not having studied these kind of things much earlier. Thanks, thanks so much for bringing this to us without having to know the Sanskrit and other aspects. Thank you, Vinod. Namaste, Nityaji. Hari Om, thank you so much for... uh, I'm I'm, I'm glad that I joined this session and uh, uh, actually he took me back Arvindoji took me back to the feet of my teacher, back to 1977 when I first heard the um, Kadhopanishad. And the most beautiful part is that two things. One is the definition of yoga, which was discussed today. That is uh, how the mind has to, you know, fold up, become a no mind, and uh, see things uh, as pure existence or isness. That too. 
Agnanayogi is sadhana and nothing else. And for that, the rest of the Upanishads like a preparation to, um, to withdraw the senses from the world of objects and uh, redefine our perception in the light of the Atman or everything as his consciousness. But what was so beautiful is um, how he stressed the fact that uh, something beyond awareness, something beyond uh, Sakshi Bhava, that was very beautiful. And also the last session where Yamai Vesham Vrinati Tenalabhya is for me a takeaway because it is only by the grace of the Atman, the Prasada of the Atman, that uh, this is possible. That brings uh, it brings us to that particular mantra brings us to a self-effacing mode, and that um, was a great reminder. Thank you, Arvindoji. Thank you, Nityaji. Thank you for your words, Shiva. Uh, Arvindji, uh, could you please? Uh, Tell something about the Tattva Bhav that was mentioned in one of the mantras uh, today. See, Tattva Bhava is, Tattva means is the truth or the, the quintessence of everything. So when, when he is talking about Tattva Bhavena in this mantra, uh, it is, it is with it is not a information or a knowledge with which one we can uh, comprehend it. It becomes our experience, bhava. We become the truth. That is what is called tattva bhava. You, you, the words become short of capacity to explain it. It is an experience of you are the truth or you are your only existence. You don't need anybody else to tell that. That is the truth also. You you are the truth. That not only tattva means it is sattvam and tattvam. There is not two separate things. That, that truth, when it is experienced, then it becomes a tattva. The truth is a fact or feature of everything. But when you experience that truth as your own nature, then it is called the Tattva Bhava. It is in a very, very limited words only I can explain that because this is an experiential thing which you have to understand from your own point. It is not something intellectually you can comprehend. But to to get into that direction of thinking, this is how you have to understand it as Tattva Bhavena. By being it. Was I, was I audible? Yeah, yeah, you were audible. It is not by being it. You are that all the time. You don't have to become that. You, when you realize that is your nature, that truth, your reality is what is truth, then you are not seeing truth as separate and you as separate. That time 
being and experiencing becomes one. There is no two things called you can be and that something else is there which you are experiencing. Then again, dwayam will come. This is avyayam adwayam. It is not one which is remaining. That the, I have been telling this from the clubhouse in the beginning onwards. The I-ness or the with which we all experience has never gone through any diminution from the from the time we remember that I-ness. Even the I-ness in the deep sleep is there which we don't even realize it. But when we wake up, we say, I, I had a good sleep. That I-ness was there even that without any experiencing of the I-ness there. So it has never diminished. That is why it is called Avyayam. And why is it Advayam? Because that is the reality in everything. So Avyayam, Advayam, that knowledge of being that truth of undiminishing unity or oneness in everything. There you don't have see These are all words. We can bring it any number of words, but that has to happen intellectually. You may break your head. But as Nityaji was telling, that that it will when you drop everything Every idea that I need to attain to, I need to do something. I need to do yoga, I need to do meditation, I need to do this, that, then. All the intentions that I, even the I, all as an intention also has to get dropped. That time, the sun shines itself. In that light, everything becomes known. Only that will be known at that time. Thank you so much, sir. And uh, my deepest uh, gratitude to you for taking these sessions on Kathopnishads. Please accept my humble pranams at your lotus feet. Thank you. Thank you, Raj. Griffith? Hello. Thank you, Raj Ji. Arbanji, Thank you very much. I appreciate hearing your voice and listening to the subjects that um, we're discussing and we've been discussing for a while now. Um, I just want to show appreciation, you know, for you just taking your time to share what you have acquired, you know, um, to the world and people like us who are interested. Um, there's a some on on a platform recently um on Clubhouse there was a discussion you know into the you know atman or you know self enlightenment and there was a fellow that said something um, I know very little so I was just listening but I just wanted to confirm with you whether this is an experience that is true for you as well um this fellow had stated that enlightenment, when you experience it, it is a bodily experience as well. It's a stage that a body will go through. So you will feel it and the body, body will go through so many changes and all that. Is this true in any shape or form? 
I don't, I don't think that's correct. Because in all the Upanishad, the experience, this experience is not related to the body at all. Not even to the mind, not even to the intellect. It is beyond all that. So how can it bring any changes in the body? And we all understood that this body we are talking is only a part of the experience of the waking, only where we experience this body. We keep it aside and go to another body and another world of experience, which we call it as dream. We keep it aside that also and go to the other third body, which is called the deep sleep. But in all that, we have a commonality of experience of I am the one who is sleeping, I am the one dreaming, I am the one who is awake. That I is common in all of them. When they exist, I become a witness to that. When these three, when the three are not there, I am not even a witness, but I can never deny that I don't exist. You can, I can exist even the three are there. I can exist even without the three. That state, how can it bring any change in the body? Because body is only used as a waking state for experiences of the waking state. So it has nothing to do with the body. Thank you, Ariyo. I appreciate that explanation, Arbonji. Thank you. Jadvedji, your request regarding any other Upanishads, let me think about it. You will make the announcement once we decide between us. Sure, sure. And what is the plan for uh, putting all these on YouTube or something? Raj, you are doing something about it? or I think Aurobindoji uh, will be putting them on Spotify, Aurobindoji. Yeah, because this is not any video is there. So putting in YouTube is of no use. Maybe we can put it as a podcast. But I need to do a bit of audio editing. I, I would like to just comment on that. I still think even though it's just an audio, it, it, it will still, I go to YouTube a lot and I listen to things without video. As long as the information that is coming is good for me, you know, I will, I would listen without video. So I'm sure there are a lot of other people like me and it will serve them. It may not, you know, go to a whole lot of people, but it will serve some people still to an extent. Thank you for your suggestion. I'll, I'll, I'll keep it in mind and I'll try to do that also. Also, Arbundi, I just wanted to find out, you know, um, is there another, I know this was the end of the Kato Upanishads, but is there, what is the next one that you, in, if you intend on discussing anything, what will be the next one? Uh, basically, I have not thought about it, but uh, since uh, Jadavirji has been talking about it in the last class also, uh, let me think about it. It, uh, it will be one of the Upanishads for sure, because I don't want to go to any other text, because nothing drives in the truth like an Upanishad. And it is the Upanishad which is there in Bhagavad Gita, it is the Upanishad which is there in Brahma Sutra, but it is told in a different way, that's all. So what is there in the Upanishad is what we should grasp and, uh, you know, assimilate. 
and that is the teaching which we can practice for our own you know clarity of our understanding of the reality so it will be one of the upanishads which one i have to think about and then then i'll i'll uh, maybe not the uh, day after tomorrow but uh, in the next week uh, we will announce it on next wednesday okay thank you i think that's if there is no questions you can arvindji yes you are yes. i have a small doubt is it in the state of the mind one has to leave uh, one has to stay in terms of one stays in the state of a mind that okay this is that ocean i belong to the ocean and everything is a wave and some waves are higher some waves are low but end of the day it, it belongs to the ocean can this to be more on this not very clear about your question but one thing is uh, what i can tell you is that it is not in the realm of the mind to know the truth it is with which even the mind is known the mind is also an object of knowledge for something something is witnessing the mind also so that which is witnessing the mind can mind cannot know about it it is the it is that with which the mind even operates it is that with which even the intellect thinks it is that with with the sense organs operate that with with the sense, with the body functions it is it is not a force like what we know the force in the waking because the waking forces are of no use for me in my dream neither the magnetism electricity gravity or i can defy it in my dream so they are no you no use for me in my dream so like that but i can have experiences in my dream but i am there in my dream knowing that as a witness or no in the knowledge in which it is happening so when you look at from that point mind has limitations and our mind with time space and causality is only in waking with time and space it is there in dream but no causality is there so you that is why the things like hallucination or any mix and match can happen because there is no causality there you know cause and effect relationship is not there in the dream so when you look at from that the mind is only in the waking and the dream which they have the plane in when in our, in our own experience in the deep sleep even the mind becomes no mind because there are no objects no sensation no action no thoughts nothing to be done so the mind by nature is not is known as a, you know as a perennial river like a thought flows when that doesn't happen the mind is not there when the water is not there in the river you don't call it as a river anymore like that so that is the state of deep sleep so there the mind is not there so that which is present when the mind is not there how can the mind comprehend it the mind cannot comprehend it because it it was not present to to you know to be a part of it it's not there when the mind it, that which is not there when 
that which is present when the mind is not there, how can the mind comprehend? The mind cannot comprehend. I was just, sorry, I was just thinking out loud the question you asked in the end. When everything is same, when everything, because the mind, it can understand the mind, it can understand the, the intellectual, it can understand the heart, it can understand everything. And it the same thing which is understandable by me or you also, that substance is same. Then why, what is the reason behind the divisions within human minds that you belong to so-and-so, you're from so-and-so, you uh, uh, who divided this? Is it the humans that have been divided or it is we created something when when everyone is that, it is we created divisions and through that divisions again we are seeking one. See the very idea of we is a reality is what you have to question first. What we say as I or we, does it have a reality which is unchanging all the time? What changes is not truth. The truth, the definition of the truth is that that remains unchanged in any conditions at all times and all places and all, all conditions. But that is not true in the case of our individuality so we cannot be that truth which we are looking for it may have a relative truth or relative experience and relative feeling of reality momentary reality what we can call it but that is not the ultimate reality which we are talking about so from that point of view even the individuality or what we call it as we who is knowing that do not have a reality but that reality is not specifically, you know, confined to the individuals or the objects or the space, time or anything which you can comprehend in your, within your mind. It is that which in all these things have ideations or nomenclatures or experiences or even the, you know, n- names and forms and ideations are sustained or Existing in it. They are all like what, like the example which you said, the waves are, which is, which are like the waves. Those are all spotified or the spots of separation or the contrast which we are seeing from the space. What we call it as individuality or the objects or experiences. But they are all existing in one, one substratum or easiness, asti. With the, you cannot say something is there without the saying the word is. That is even the absence of anything or the shunyata, if at all we want to call it as, it is also in awareness, the shunyata exists. The, uh, the idea of nothingness is also an idea of existence in awareness. The existence of nothingness 
is what we are talking when we talk about shunyata or nothingness. So existence is prior to everything. In that, when spots or localization happens, it is called as events or objects or things like that. But they need a substratum in which everything has to happen. In that text, the substratum is not anyone's private property or private experience or anything. It is the one with which everything is sustained and substantial and supported. That is what we need to get to know. What is that? That is possible only when you remove the localization with which you differentiate from others. We can move to the next room, I think. Okay, Aurobindji. Uh, I, I have one last question, Aurobindji. This is a very practical question in my life and a very big concern. So, um, for someone like me, I live in the United States in Connecticut. Um, I don't have access to a guru. The only guru I have access to is one like you on Clubhouse or maybe going to YouTube to listen to maybe Swami Savapri and the other various, you know, renowned gurus over there. But I've heard that for one to gain, you know, even uh, Lord Krishna says it in the Bhagavad Gita, approach, approach a spiritual master and he can impart this enlightenment onto you. So my uh, my fear here is, in my situation, it's like having no access to a direct guru. Is that working against me or is this what I'm doing here, like being on Clubhouse and listening to you and going on YouTube and listening to the various other gurus? In today's world, is that equivalent to what Lord Krishna is saying in the Bhagavad Gita? Gripit. You don't have to worry at all. The guru is not external. Guru is that aspect which helps you to remove the ignorance with all of us when we were, when we started the journey. As and when we are getting more and more exposure to that, the light within us is removing the darkness, not anybody else physically as a human body. Also. If you are looking at it, the, there are examples of nature becoming guru to so many people. Dattatraya had 24 gurus and there are like that. Many other cases are there. What helps to remove your confusion, delusion, they are all instruments given by that truth which is residing in you to know itself. Because it is there within you and outside you also. So all that what it says is that be aware every moment of your life. That awareness in which everything is being perceived is your reality. And that is the guru which is residing in you all the time, even in your deep sleep, even your waking, even in your dream. Concentrate on that awareness, which is with which you are being aware of everything. He is the guru within you. 
physical gurus are only instrumental or coincidental or you know uh, what you call coincidence i would say it in a, for some people it can happen that some words of some people it will just fly, like a flash of light it that they get to know okay are right this is how you know like when we are trying to look for something and when we suddenly find that it is within the pocket or it is on my my own neck or my own uh, you know head i have been hanging in the shades within my own head and looking outside everywhere it is there within us it when that when that wow moment takes place by some event either by listening to a lecture or listening to uh, a, a, an audio or reading a book or seeing in the nature any time it can happen that wow moment of yours when you are in awareness not being aware you are in awareness and that is the state which is, which is called the guru not the physical ones which you look for it is there with you all the time even when you are in deep sleep thank you so much oh my god that just you know changed every the way i'm looking at everything and when when you were speaking the word that kept coming to my mind which i'd heard externally was you know there's a lot of reference to you know in, in um, western mysticism there's a lot of reference to the master within the master within and i think that is what you were making reference to but now i understand it from a better perspective so thank you very much robonji my question profit Uh, welcome Joshua welcome Manju would you like to say something or ask any question hello sir namaste how are you all namaste manju namaste sir sir actually i have one question as like uh, as you are telling awareness uh, that is basic question according to you what is awareness and uh, could it be possible to be aware in 24 into 7 only thank you awareness is our reality it is the it is what we are if you are if the awareness is not there there is nothing it is not an object objects are in awareness they exhibit awareness therefore we know that if we remove awareness that object itself becomes invalid or it doesn't exist so it is called a swarupa the nature of a thing when it is removed from it that the object becomes null or nil is what is called swarupa for example if you remove fire and heat from uh, no light and heat from fire can you say there is fire no there is no fire without heat. either light and heat if whatever may be the temperature doesn't matter minus 256 or plus 20000 doesn't matter it is in the form of heat same way anything which is when removed from an object when it is taken out that object becomes null and void is called the swarupa our nature we are aware of every moment 
in awareness is our individuality the individuality is in our awareness because we are aware of our individuality and that from the individuality we bring up the body the essence organ the world the world mind everything everything is follow one after the other but the predominant or the primordial thing or the seed of everything is the awareness from which the iness when it comes then you are localizing it then you become i without awareness can you define yourself you can't that is what is called awareness if there is no way you can explain it otherwise it is not an object to define it thank you sir and even though knowing the truth of like life what is awareness and all the things and why the people are not accepting these all the things and they are avoiding it or ignoring even though they are knowing and those who practice these all the things they will also think differently they will treat the such a person in a different way is it spirituality separated from that uh, in our day to day life it is like uh, it is what is called ignorance or avidya or maya different terms you can use it if you do have you have not understood the reality you are in a state of ignorance and in a state of ignorance you may have the you know the glipton or the oratory skills or you know you might have learned all the shastras you can tell in, in sanskrit or in whichever language you want to tell that but unless and until it becomes your being no knowledge is yours if you are a mother you became a mother you know the being how the motherness motherhood is like for a for a person who has not become a mother he can he or she can never know what it is to be like a mother that beingness is the same thing which we when we know that we are the awareness the awareness is not a knowledge of object it is a no it is a beingness of i am the awareness there the i am aware of everything i in my awareness everything exists now there are words in which we can twist and tell this whole thing but the fact remains that what remains is awareness so people what talk about it and they if they are making a contradiction of their statement then they have not understood the people who who make contradictory the contradictory statements are the people who are not convinced about it themselves such people will make contradictions about their own statements but the one who knows that he will know the truth all the time any time any everywhere he cannot tell two things at that about it that is why it is called satyam or the truth